I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast on the internet where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. My name is Scott. I'm here with Ryan in the chill zone. How are you, pal? What's happening, hoops? Uh, you're listening to Enough the Podcast, episode 168. Ooh. We uh, had a little hiatus last week because I actually was in the hospital with uh, the monkeypox. Oh, monkeypox. I got them all over my uh, chest, neck, breast, and face. <laughs> Does this have anything to do with the Chris Kattan vehicle monkey bone? Yes. It actually, okay. when you watch the movie, you break out immediately. Fuck. But we're back. We took a week off. Sorry to the fans. Uh, you were in the Big Apple. Anything wacky going on over there? Um, Rian and I actually just needed a girls weekend Ooh. and uh, we just, we rubbed each other with oil and just all kinds of stuff. So it was nice. Nice. I'm imagining Relaxing. Like a... uh, we ruined the Airbnb. There's oil everywhere. It's like the Sex in the City reboot. Pretty much. We, uh, we ate a lot of patio luncheons with big floppy hats and, mm. you know. Did you go see Woody Allen play clarinet? We did, actually. Ooh. Yep. Hank, I, I'm a turkey head. How are you? <laughs> is he in prison playing the clarinet, or have they not uh, been what? able to? Why would I be in prison? I need to know how Woody Allen has been flying under the radar all these years. They had a whole documentary about him. I mean, he's on the radar now. Yeah, now he's. But it's much nothing better. has happened. There's no trial. And is I it because have... it's all hearsay. And it's funny, like they canceled his Amazon Prime show, and like they were funding his movies for a while. And now they don't, but they do still like air his movies. Right. Like, you can watch them all on Prime. I feel like they're slowly like building their way back up. Well, it's funny how stuff like that works. Like I was listening to Doug Stanhope on the Rogan and he was talking about how like throughout the course of the pandemic, like his Instagram account just stopped working. They like took him, they just like disabled it or something. What? I can't update my story. No, Doug Stanhope's not. No, no. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. He's in. And, um, and then he said that they pulled all of his specials down off of Netflix. Mm. And it's like, well, how long? He was saying like, how long are they supposed to live on there regardless? But it's just strange. And it's like, he's just like, I'm so not famous that I didn't even realize I was being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> him not even <laughs> noticing. He's just wearing those wacky suits, getting drunk in Arizona. Can I lead off with my favorite news story? I'd love that. It's, uh, whoa. Hey now. As you can hear by the music, it has to do with the Power Rangers. I was hoping that it would. What a cut this is. Oh, yeah. Basically, the red Power Ranger, whose name I do not remember, was over the, speaking of the pandemic, I should say, yeah, what was the headline? This is an incredible headline. Oh, I don't have the exact headline, but the oh, okay. he basically the red the red Power Ranger had the FBI burst into his home the other day in a 7 a.m. raid with a bunch of AR-15s and like a crew of 10 guys. Over the course of the pandemic for the past like 18 months, he's been apparently he defrauded the 
the company like that is in charge of PPP loans, which was, I actually got one. A lot of small businesses got them legitimately. PPP. Yes. They were to help in in times of uh, the pandemic, shutting your business down, whatever. A lot of people did, unfortunately, try to scam on that type of thing. And it's just, they're just now catching everybody now. Mm. And I guess he and like some buddy of his defrauded them out of three and a half million dollars. A cool three and a half mil? Which is not like an outrageous amount of money. But I mean, if you consider a lot of people are getting these things for 10, 20, 30,000, I think he had... I, th- I want to say he had 15 or something, all fraudulent. Jesus, who knew the Red Ranger was still around and up to such right? nefariousness? What was, who was your favorite Power Ranger? I mean, I was partial to the Green Ranger, mm. who became the White Ranger oh, in that really dope right. two-part finale, whatever the hell it was. I always the liked the uh, White Power Ranger. <laughs> oh, the White Power Ranger. Yeah. Or the White Power The White Ranger. Power Ranger, yeah. yes. Now, he was always my favorite, and he still is. Rita Repulsor, like, ugh. <laughs> Fucking. Good pull. Her on, like, Fox News. Hold on. I have the, I have the headline. Oh, yeah, here. the headline? Just because it floored me. Yeah, when you sorry. I, 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 I didn't realize you meant the actual headline. I just had, like, a summary. Yeah, just Red Power Ranger Austin <clears throat> St. John arrested for COVID fraud. Dot, dot, dot. Massive FBI raid. Guns drawn. Fucked up. I yeah. wish, you know, some of the other Rangers were there to save the day. That would have been sick. Did you ever see that new Power Rangers movie they made like four or five years ago? No, but I bet it stinks. It did. Mm. Uh, Brian Cranston played Zordon, the floating head that guides the Power Rangers on their journey. I am the guiding head. Yeah. <laughs> I am the one. Do you have any idea what would happen if I didn't talk to the Power Rangers? <laughs> Jesse, a company that could be on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Jesse, the putty are here. (laughs) They're the foot clan or whatever the fuck they are in that stupid universe. So if the red power ranger is his crime is defrauding COVID PPP loans. Mm. Wow. I mean, it seems like a breaking bad storyline of some sort. No, I would never think something like that. No, me either. That would be terrible. Yeah. Um, what about the fact that they're saying Margot Robbie will star in and produce an Ocean's Eleven prequel film? That they... It doesn't seem like it'll have anything to do with Ocean's Eight. They already tried this. I... And now they're just going to like do it again. But for me... Here's a thought. Why don't you make an Oceans movie with George Clooney and the cast of the three Oceans movies that are quite good and if they well just respected continue to reboot Oceans movies with ladies and not involving any of the original cast or Steven Soderbergh, that's just going to get more and more frustrating. Yeah, like they're saying Jay Roach is going to direct this. <sighs> so it's going to be campy. Yeah, he directed her in Bombshell and... He famously did uh, the Austin Powers films, Meet the Parents. So he's done some stuff, but I don't know about him doing an Oceans movie. Yeah, and Bombshell wasn't a bad movie. And it's it's an interesting enough story, I guess. But I guess. But yeah, I I don't have a good feeling about this. Margot Robbie's sneaking into... She's becoming a little franchise gal. Mm. They're making a Pirates of the Caribbean with her as... 
Captain Jacqueline she'll Sparrow be, yeah. or something. She'll like be playing that. Barbosa. Hmm. But you know, she's good. Maybe those will be decent. Barry just got renewed for season four, and <laughs> folks, if you're not watching it currently, they're in the middle of a very hot season three. Season three up? is so good. It's like incredible. Monty was saying he doesn't like it so far because it's. Um, <clears throat> I forget his reasoning. He was saying it's getting a little too dark and he liked like the silliness of the first two seasons. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, and I get that. Something about his leg. Because, yeah, Barry is, he's like flat out unlikable now. Without giving mm. it away, he's like, he is one of the other main characters like in this fucked up situation and he's like controlling him, threatening him. So like you don't like Barry anymore. Or at least I don't. I'm like. Oh, I do. I'm still in. It just makes it more interesting. You're not supposed to, though. Yeah, it's like anti-hero stuff. You know me, I'm twisted. He's a fucked up asshole idiot, but he's got a heart of gold. Sally, his girlfriend, uh, will always be the most hateable character on the show, no matter what. Barry could cut Mr. Kusumo's head off with a hatchet, and I would still hate her more. Yeah, I like how she doesn't notice that he's all fucked up because she's just too busy with her own stuff. They do a great job with that character because... That she just is so up her own ass that she would never even think of anything. Like when they were like, you know, Barry, when he screamed at you the other day, and yeah. she was just like, yeah, I guess I'll just break up with him now. Mm. <laughs> that got me. The girl from eighth grade is off putting. Oh, but, yeah, that's who that is. Yeah. I was wondering. Why. How you and Rion both had that revelation when I mentioned it. I figured that was just like, she's got a household face at this point. <laughs> I guess she does still look the same. Good for her getting some work. She's good. Yeah. Speaking of good acting, Vin Diesel is back to posting on Instagram. Thank God. He'd taken a little break after all the uh, Fast 10, the director left. There was all sorts of fucked up shit going on. And now he's back to holding his co-stars hostage, making them post Instagram videos from the set. And, you know, posting inspirational well wishes. Like this one, producing this promise to Pablo... Thank you all who have encouraged us to keep going through all obstacles. We will make you proud or die trying. Hashtag FastX. Should have done the Vin voice from the beginning. I'm sorry, fans. Just a little Vin is all we need sometimes. That's yeah. enough. It's enough. What um, What did you think of Vin's heels in that, in that photo? Yeah. yeah, the photo that you're reading, the <laughs> caption of. It reminded me of that fucking British office bit where he's wearing similar shoes. And everyone's just like, hmm. Don't see a heel like that too often these days. <laughs> so you can still find him. Yeah, Vin, is he pulling that off? I don't think I he think is. I think that he's wearing heels because he's not very tall. I'm transitioning. The funny part is that he's in a Photoshopped photo with a man who's dead. And he's. No, this is actually new director Louis Leterrier, but he's just talking about. Uh, Oh, I thought it was a Paul Walker photo. Okay, that makes sense. I did it first too, but I didn't I, look I at investigate. I honestly spent most of my time looking at those heels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I have so much to do today. <laughs> Clip clopping around. Cod, let's go shopping. <clears throat> but uh, wouldn't it be great if somehow? Well, it wouldn't be great, but I think it would be great ending the Fast franchise wise. If somewhere in the middle of production, Vin Diesel died in real life, mm. and then they you'd be to, heartbroken. Yes, of course. But then they'd have to cobble together an ending, 
using CGI, and then the end of all these movies could be CGI Paul Walker and CGI Vin Diesel driving off into the sunset together. What do you think? I'm do I there. have a green light? Are you roaring at the light? Are you hitting the NOS on this idea? Um, I think that if Vin dies in real life, I would expect nothing less than whoever that isn't Justin Lin will to just eke him into the remaining movies because you know they're going to do nine more. No, this is the end. It's totally. It definitely over. isn't. I'm too old. There's going to be a Hobbs and Shaw too. There's going to be like. I'm too old to sit behind the wheel of a car. I hate admitting that he's right, and he's probably going to be psyched to hear this. But mm. Parsons does make a good point that if they popped the rap, the rock back in, it would make it probably a billion dollar fucking movie. Yeah, I'd probably stand up and cheer and cry, but I also don't need it or want it. <laughs> I don't need it or want it either. But at the same time, even though I hate him, it would be, get me fired up for some reason. Yeah, I like just because, and I don't know I mean, how to anybody. explain that response. Yeah. If they brought back like Shea Wiggum as that lawyer character who gets his nose broken, I'd probably <clears throat> applaud. But we'll see how that shakes out. And hopefully we'll get on the set of that film soon so we can be part of Fast History. Um, Amy Adams will star in a new horror thriller Hi. about a woman who's convinced she's turning into a dog and the movie's titled Night Bitch. Mm. Are you in? Call me Night Bitch. <laughs> Night Bitch. What a t- what a title slash logline mm. for a film. I mean, I'm sold. I like Amy Adams a lot. I think she's great. Yeah, I think she's a peach. And what was that really show she was on? Like Fires at My House or something? Um, it was on sharp HBO. Objects. There it is. Good pull. I didn't get into that. Did you watch all that? I did, and it was like hard to follow throughout and mm. i think they do like the like it's to be honest it didn't really resonate that much with me after the fact but at the time i found myself it i got caught up in the fact that it was right on with it came on like right after or right before succession right on so I, <laughs> so i would just watch both which okay. is what they do on purpose yeah that one that was from a director i like but i just couldn't get into the f gary gray no, not that one. U-Bowl? Yes, it was ah, U-Bowl. I knew it. And that was from like a book by the woman who wrote Gone Girl. I remember thinking like, oh, I'm going to love this. This is my new show, but I just didn't get into it. But we will watch Night Bitch. I'm sure it's going to be a new classic. Did you see the trailer for the new Disney Plus series, She-Hulk? I watched... Or we, I saw just like the picture of it yeah people have been bidding the shit out of it online because uh the cgi it's not movie level mm. it's uh it's disney plus i was gonna say streaming level nice disney plus original and yeah i watched the trailer it does look a little lacking mm. they've got tatiana maslani from orphan black did you ever watch that show i did not it was a Scotty British series that I enjoyed. She's a good actress and a babe, but this show looks pretty unfortunate. They got Ruffalo in there playing Hulk. He's like teaching her how to be a Hulk. Looks like an excuse for a show, like all these Marvel and or Star Wars spinoffs, or just the Marvel ones. I'll just, mm. I'll just make fun of them for now. I'll leave Star Wars out of it. 
Well, yeah, we, we shit on Star Wars a lot here on the program. Yeah, let's shit on let's, Marvel. We put them more. in the obits. Can we put Marvel in the obits? Yeah, let's do that too. All right, good. That sounds right. Just cost it in the movie industry trillions. Yeah, they're like, oh, nothing's left. Before that's... I forget, though, I want to read. We got a DM from Superfan Rob, aka Sub Guy Man. Ooh, hey now. And hey, he said, hey guys, just wanted to share that a third grader at the school I work at told me his favorite television show is Power. I share this because I'm confident you wow. two are the only people on earth who would appreciate that. Wow. That is, I'm like floored by this mm. news. Third grader watching Power and digging also, it? Also, side note, as someone who has watched every episode, not a show for kids. Yeah. Not even a little bit. There is gratuitous sex in every episode Shit, man. with yeah. like women ha, getting ha, fucked from behind and ha, their ha. boobs in the camera. Yeah, man. And we, then someone dies in every other scene. Yeah, we put all that fucking good shit in They say the N word a lot. Yeah, There's man. just like so yeah. many things that shit. should not be seen by. How old are you in third grade? Like eight? Sure. Seven? Something like that. Let's say nine mm. or 10. Man. Wow, we know very little, huh? I think I was 10 <laughs> in the fifth grade. Yeah, let's go. So with go that. backwards too. Okay. I was eight. In. But yeah, that folks, <clears throat> let us know all the fucked up shows you're watching or the fucked up shows yeah. that anyone you know is watching. I love hearing about people watching oh, yeah, it's the best. insane turkeys that shouldn't exist. Speaking of turkeys that shouldn't exist, Ooh. did you see that um Neil Patrick Harris got some flack? for an old photo from a some random Halloween party that he had with his lover. And they got a cake that was Amy Winehouse's corpse. Oh. And people were like <laughs> laughing at it and eating it. It was like a dead woman cake, which is like a bit that I would laugh at, but like he's someone who's sort of in the public eye. So he obviously got a lot of shit for it. Yeah, that is a pretty dumb thing Oops. to do. I mean... Yeah, you'd hope it'd be a better bit if you're going to do something so scandalous. Who did this again? Neil Patrick Harris. Oh. Which makes it like, uh, Because we don't, we don't like NPH, really. Mm. I mean, I think, I, don't. I think he's all right. He doesn't do the best projects, but sometimes he pops up and it's good. Gone Girl, I'll bring up again. I like him in that. Him getting his throat slit? Yes. That's always a good scene, yeah. Un unbelievably grisly scene. Mm-hmm. And he's good as himself in uh, the Harold and Kumar films, of course. Who could forget that? But yeah, that's fucked up. Don't uh, get a cake of a dead person at a party. No. Especially if at you're a, a person party. of note. You're going to get in trouble. Everyone's going to be mad at you. What about the fact that Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford are going to star in a, another new Yellowstone prequel, this one titled 1932? Not to be confused with 1883 or 1966, the two actual real-world Yellowstone prequels that exist in addition to this. I I understand why the creator Taylor Sheridan or Tyler Taylor Sheridan would do this, and I am a Yellowstone fan. That mm. being said, 1883 sucks. I tried really hard to get into it. It's super boring, mm. and 
I don't have high hopes for the other prequels, although Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren seem like gets. Well, uh, here I am in, uh, in Yellowstone. I, I, I got guns and horses, and uh, Mutt Williams is here from Indiana Jones, and uh, I, uh, I uncanceled Shia. Um, Harrison, and, uh, I notice yes. you have an earring. Are you worried about that maybe falling out when you ride the horse? Uh, no, that's fine. I'm just going to have a toast and uh, okay, great. hang out with my frail wife, Callista Flockhart, and that'll be that. Okay, great. Maybe you guys could go get something to eat. And also, I loved you in uh, American Graffiti. Oh my God, <laughs> you're the one. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, did you see Carmen Electra turned 50 years old and oh. started an OnlyFans? Hi. Which is, uh, I guess, just shit pics. So we're oh. going to have to check that out. Oh, people pay to see pictures of her poo. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I'll sign up that for that. That is accurate. Carmen Electra, I forgot about her. Fuggin'. She is a fucking yeah. <laughs> her and like Dennis Rodman and did she date Tommy Lee too? I feel like she must have. She's like if you looked up babe in the dictionary fifteen or so years ago, it would be her. She was like she was it. I love how like and I'm gonna sound feminist for a second here. This is a proud proud moment for me. Very cool. How like twenty years ago when we were in high school, it was like totally normal to have like Maxim magazine and like the cover of it could be like a picture of her with like a thong on her butt. Dude. And then the all the, the articles are like how to get more pussy. And it's just to me that's just like absurd. It's just, I don't know, like a microchasm of the early two thousands or something. Like mm. when you think about how easy it used to be. It's just to, like this. There was just like softcore pornography everywhere, and now it's like they've made the internet porn way more hardcore, and it's just like more subtle. Like you don't, it's not everywhere. But it mm. used to be. I don't know where I'm going with this point, but it used to be like you could just go to the supermarket, and there'd be like Stuff Magazine, yeah. Playboy, Penthouse, um, this or Maxim. There was like ten of them. Yeah, and not even like the Playboy stuff with nudity. It is funny how they used to make actresses. Of no, you know, like to promote their movie, show their boobs, yeah, like, like, oh, you gotta do this spread for Maxim where you're basically like in lingerie and you have to answer a bunch of fucking dopey guy questions, right? I feel like those magazines like just don't exist anymore. Details was another one, yeah. The one, the type of magazines that like when you were 19 years old and you were on a flight with your family, you'd like grab a few of them and like read them on the plane, yeah. They'd be like, how to like make your balls smell better. Yeah. And it'd be like a picture of Pamela Anderson on the next page. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Like all those, they have the same headlines on the cover of each one. Oh, yeah. They're just, they're trying the same things over and over. Like the ultimate guide to getting laid and the perfect fucking grill recipe or whatever. <laughs> how like, to like make a steak with a boner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I got to get this. Oh, I, wow. I can't live without this information. Just, just a couple of guys. Yeah. Guy stuff. Cool guy stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, what about the fact... I was in the Bean the other day, and I saw a bunch of uh, no parking permitted film vehicles only signs. Mm. What do you think they're filming in the Blart Bean? Blart 3. If they're filming Blart 3... But I do ride! If they're filming Paul Blart Mall Cop 3 in our general vicinity, and I'm not involved, I am going to go berserk, quite frankly. And Mark Wahlberg's going to have to kill me mm. to save the day. I believe they are filming a new Ryan Reynolds vehicle for Disney. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Is he going to be snarky in it? Wow, this is weird. 
is he going to break the fourth wall and be really super snarky and fucked up? I have not enjoyed him in a movie since Waiting. <laughs> no, that's, came that's, out like I can't, 17 I can't, years ago. I can't say that. I did enjoy Deadpool the first time. Mm. Deadpool 2 I saw in the theater with Monty in Lancaster, PA. Yes. And we were in the back row and there was some obese man several seats over and he ate like a hot dog, nachos, candy, like oh. a big, big bag box of candy, boy. popcorn, the whole deal. And then he fell asleep sitting up <laughs> and his head tilted back and he snored really loud for like 10 minutes. The movies. And then he snored, he snored himself awake. He looked around dumbfounded, got up, trash everywhere and WO'd. He wow. just left. <laughs> That's how you do it, folks. Didn't pick up any of his trash and did not stay for the end of the film. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you applaud him and then walk out in solidarity. Yeah, go to the movies, get two big bites, upset everyone around you, then leave before it's over. Mm. That's the move. Love it. He was on his phone a ton too, which, <laughs> which like I of course was as well. So I'm not going to fault him for that, like glass houses, but. I, it's just awesome. He was like eating pizza and like texting. I'm picturing you watching this guy and just being like, my guy. Like you're the, this, I was just like, this guy's the fucking man. This guy's killing it. <laughs> just crushing it. Just A game in the movies. Fuck, he's so cool. He was um, like 350. I remember every time I remember that story, he gets fatter. And what about, I think I might have to start watching that Halo show again after falling off after like an episode and a half because big news, Master Chief just lost his virginity in the Halo TV series. <laughs> what? I guess there was a sex scene and uh, porn stash from Weeds who plays Master Chief, I guess had sex and I guess he was a virgin. What a show, what lore, what mythology. Why is it necessary for him to have a sex scene? And then if they want to go through with that, why is it necessary that he's also a virgin? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it all made sense in uh, in the Um-Er mythos. Hopefully it was to one of those purple aliens, like on a warthog. And it was a real over-the-top scene. Thanks imagining this and getting all worked up. I had my eyes closed. <laughs> I was imagining that porn stash gets too much work as he is also the father in the new Jessica Biel show, Candy. A word? Are you watching that series? Every episode. Is it a hot one? Do I need it? <sighs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about it in reviews. Okay. I don't, my, I'm still kind of on the fence. There's so many shows that, that it's fucked up what's going on out there. I saw they canceled that Pete Holmes show that I didn't even know was on the air the other day. Oh, let me find Crashing, that. yeah, tough, tough break. <laughs> no, that he... I didn't know there was another Pete Holmes show either. Yeah, like, I guess on CBS he had a fucking, you know, laugh track, sitcom. Uh, Boo. One camera, whatever you say, I can't think of the words. He was on a fucking bowling sitcom called How We Roll on CBS. It got canceled. Did anyone even know this was airing? I think we might have made fun of it. I I felt like this... Once. The first time I heard about it was just hearing that it got canceled. And it's like, yeah, I mean, this makes sense. There's a show called Beer Comes the Bride that just got canceled, which I guess was like a beer-themed dating reality show. Ugh. Beer just, Comes like, the Bride. I just like turned up my nose at that. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. I mean, that does seem like a show that you would watch Fox? every episode of. Yeah, Fox. <laughs> I was joking, really? That was a Fox show. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the Greg the Bunny, The Tick, <laughs> Freaky Links. Also, I did see that Family Guy just got renewed for season 21. Okay. <laughs> They're just going to keep going Oh, no, forever. no. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still in. Hold on, we're just gonna do Family Guy voices. For I believe folks. I put on. I was watching Family Guy when Lucy came home from work, and she was like, "I thought Family Guy was like a dumb guy show." Peter, she's right, and I was like, oh, <laughs> "I am a dumb guy," so I guess you are correct. That it is the ultimate. It's like embarrassing to watch Family Guy now. I disagree. I remember at one point Dan and I, friend of the show, were watching it, and uh, other friend of the show, John Tilson, came in and was like, "Oh, I didn't know it was 2007 <laughs> or something like that." And I was just like, "Fuck, turn this off. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Show's fucking stupid." Uh, I still think it's funny, and it gets me. Any episode I put on, I laugh. So yeah, I, I guess mean, people that want to talk shit just hate fun. Yeah, I mean, it's probably fine. Mm. I catch it here. Ted and there. three, and it makes me laugh in the like. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like I. I'm Those are the best kind of laughs. That's the fact that they had the audacity to put a bit so cheap on television, which yeah is a laugh. I'll take it. And what else do we have? Claire Danes and Dakota Fanning have been cast as Hillary Clinton in different stages of her life in an adaptation of Rodham, her Oof. autobio. And the series follows an alternate reality in which Hillary Rodham Clinton met and dated Bill Clinton but never married him. Who is this show for and why is it going to exist? They're doing like the thing they did with that Bob Dylan movie, having different people play them and it's all artsy. But with no Hillary good. Clinton... Yeah, I can't wait to see Dakota Fanning like talk about hot sauce or whatever the fuck Hillary. Boy, I sure would love to fuck that Dakota Fanning. <laughs> Jim Norton, good bit. This sounds like a Hulu original series that no one will ever watch or finish or think about. I don't know. Are you in? Uh, I will watch it. I watch everything. Yeah, he's. In. I get at least a little piece of everything. I've been watching The Wilds. We'll talk yeah. about this in reviews as well. But I'm okay. like deep into so many different things. I have very, very little to do outside of this podcast and work. He's back. Also, Caitlyn Jenner broke her finger. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, that's it. That's right. That's the story. Yeah. And can I take you to the sports corner? Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Caitlin, why don't you hang out with me? You are an athlete. Yeah, I was an uh, Olympian gold medal winner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tell me more about that, Caitlin. Uh, hold on. I got to take a quick shit. I'll be right back. Okay. Do you shit out of your vagina? Oh, she's in the bathroom. She's oh. back. All right, men. Get Caitlin out of here. She's not a man anymore. She's shitting in our gender neutral she bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're woke. Uh, anyway, uh, MMA fighter Joel Baumba <laughs> lost a fight and blamed a herpes outbreak. <laughs> Good excuse, Joel. And uh, Tom Brady uh, signed a deal with Fox Sports worth 300 and something million. It's a lot of money. That seems like something they do. They're going to pay him a fortune so he can pop in and be like, hi, I'm Tom Brady, and here is the match, like once or twice a week. Oh, 100%. And, oh, wait, uh, we're still in the corner. Ooh. And uh, just make sure that you watch sports and uh, ESPN and uh, hot dogs and beer. 
Kid and fucking Cracker Jacks and Fenway Franks and Sam Adams is too. I don't want to hear about Tom Brady anymore. Kid, also, I fucking do. To break the fourth wall. I was at Gillette Stadium today. If you want to talk about Gronk. I saw that picture and laughed. He's in. I mean, what if they made a sequel to The Town and it was about them robbing Gillette? Would that be fucking sick or what? Uh, yes. <laughs> He's in. What I'm are you doing communicating, on your phone I'm communicating there? with our producer. Oh, okay. It's show related. Okay, good. So that's good. Good news. This is why, Sam, we need you in the fucking studio, and then I don't have to text you about details. Ooh. About, like, other post-production stuff. Imagine if we had Sammy right over here with a console and, like, just, I want to buy more stuff. So, mm. Sam, put together a wish list of all the stuff that you want to buy, and I'll just pay to fly you here every week, and it'll eat into my budget for everything else, and then- Hell yeah. I'll stop paying the real estate tax and they'll take the house away. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Alexa, stop the timer. That was professional of me. Timer. Okay. Yeah, we know. Could you? But uh, yeah, we love Sam. We do. He's very good. He's very, very good at what he does. Yes. Show sounds better than most people who make money off of their podcasts podcast because of a guy like Sammy. Oh, word? Agreed. I think I got the levels just right tonight, too. This is sounding crisp. I can feel it. Don't be messing with my levels now. Mm-hmm. And did you hear that Ice Cube will star in a new comedy called Cube in My Head that will ask the fundamental question, what if Ice Cube was inside my head? The film follows a white man who has an accident and wakes up with Ice Cube in his head who gives some sage advice. This sounds like a fucking nightmare. And no, thank you. Yeah. There's like a... Okay. 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 <laughs> this is uh, all these announcements. It's like, why is this being made? Like, because Ice Cube refused to get the COVID vaccine, and then he got kicked off some other project, and now they're forgetting that that happened because no one shit. cares about coronavirus anymore. But this just sounds dumb. It's like this could be like a commercial, maybe. Like, oh, you have Ice Cube in your head, going like, like, man, you gotta do this and that. Is it fucked up for me to do this voice? Um, some might say yes, but you're asking the wrong person but, because I was literally laughing at a mass shooting video before we started the podcast. So really, I don't think I'm the moral compass in the chill zone. That's true. And I wouldn't so much say you were laughing as I would say you were cackling. I was cry laughing. Yeah. So we won't say which mass shooting, but it was it was a good one. It was, uh, you were laughing like the hyenas and who framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> who, who laughed themselves to death. But uh, yeah, this Ice Cube shit, it just sounds awful. Ice Cube CD got stuck in my CD player in high school, and I listened to like that, like, you can do it, put your back into it, for like three weeks straight. It was like that, and like the only, that was the only good song on the album. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't have cuts. He has maybe a few. I don't even know like what his cut would be. I can't remember the one that I like. Everybody thinks like today was a good day, or whatever that's called is a good song. I don't really like it. I'm out on it. But yeah, I'm tired of Ice Cube. I can picture this show or movie in my head, and I hate it. Um, mm, agreed. They announced that they're making a Spinal Tap 2 after all these years. Rob Reiner, Michael McKean, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer are reportedly back for oh. this uh, decades later sequel. Are you a Spinal Tap guy? I don't remember loving i mean obviously like christopher guest is super talented but those movies never really 
they never really grabbed me. Yeah, I feel like I watched it way too young. And I, didn't, I think same, yeah. I didn't get it. I was like, why is this funny? You need to, you don't get like mockumentaries mm-hmm. or like satire. No. I watched it when I was like 12 and I was just like, this is stupid. I feel like a Gen X aged person, that's my client, makes the like, turn it up to 11 joke like once a month and mm-hmm. has like my whole life. Yeah, and I never classic. really get it. I'm like, I know that it's from Spinal Tap and I can reference that, but. Which it is funny. Like I watched it a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is definitely very funny but i don't know mm. the decades late sequel it's a it's a gamble it rarely pays off name a time that it has yeah i can't hopefully it pays off next week with uh top gun maverick baby it's getting raves people are loving it that's a good point we do have that on the docket and i feel like that has to be good yeah. if anybody's gonna do it it's cruise oh yeah have you seen there's been a bunch of stories about him like he was a con, Top Gun two got like a six minute standing ovation, and then they had a clip of him just uh, when the ovation like uh, subsided, yes. he just goes wow, <laughs> and then uh, like gave a cool guy speech talking about uh, being the best dude ever. Yeah, he rocks. But uh, what the? I wish I could remember the thing he said. Oh yeah, no, he was getting interviewed after that, and. Uh, one of the con moderators was like, you risk your life doing these stunts. Why do you do it? And his response was, no one asked Gene Kelly, why do you dance? Such a cool guy response. No, that's awesome. Cruz. Um, uh, mm, what else do we have? What do you got over there? Um, Yellowstone season five, I should have brought that up earlier, is premiering Sunday, November 13th. Excited. What else you got over there? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, do you want me to do the... This is old now because we missed last week, but James Cromwell super glued himself <laughs> to a Starbucks counter <laughs> in protest of vegan milk prices. Wow. Yeah, that was another headline that just dazzled me. Made me laugh, yeah. James Cromwell super gluing himself to a Starbucks table. Reminded me of the time you and friend of the show Flan watched James Cromwell go into a bathroom in Los Angeles for a he, large swath of time. Well, we were at a vegan restaurant, and mm. notoriously vegan food makes you just pee out of your ass. And Jeez. Jack and I were sitting there having a meal, and we noticed he's like he's a tall dude. He's like six four, six five even. And we noticed him leave the restaurant with a group of people. The restaurant's Cafe Gratitude. I'll give them a little plug on Larchmont Boulevard in Los Angeles. Oh, I believe they have a location somewhere in Northern California as well. Anyway, and we watched James Cromwell leave, and he turned around, and he went back into the bathroom, and he was in the bathroom for like 10 minutes. And like, maybe he was in line, but I like the part of the story in my head where he was shitting. Yeah, that sounds right. Just pushing on a big pile and then heading out. Stars, they're just like us. They shit. Mm. Um, they announced that Christopher Walken is joining Dune Part 2. He will play the Emperor in the sequel to the hit film Dune by Denis Villeneuve, mm. starring every actor on Earth. I mean, I thought this was interesting. I haven't seen him in a movie in years. I feel like Walken's been uh, on ice. We're both, yeah, that's an interesting role. I feel like we're both toying with the idea of doing a walk-in voice, and neither I of us want 100% to. was. And yeah. I'm like, nah, it's, even if it's good, it's hack. 
It's true. It's beyond. I see people on, there's a kid on TikTok who does like a perfect walk-in. And I was watching it the other day and he was like doing a perfect impression, but he wasn't funny, which is such a shitty combination. It's like, dude, let me write some stuff for you at least. Like, yeah. let anyone write some stuff. Not even me, just someone. Like your, your, vo- your voice is, it's him, but your jokes aren't funny. Yeah, that must be frustrating. Like, it's a waste of an impression. I'd rather hear someone do a mediocre impression with great bits. Mediocre. Modern. Uh, David Cronenberg's next film, The Shrouds, is in the works, starring Vincent Cassell. He also has that movie that's about to come out next month, starring Crimes of the Future, starring Viggo Mortensen, Kristen Stewart. That he's like back. Oh, that's awesome. He hasn't made a movie in several years. Map of Our Stars. That was his last one in yeah. like 2014. Or awesome whatever. movie. Yeah, he's. I feel like people know him. He's the Fly. Um, er. Yeah, and uh, Eastern Promises. Is, yeah, History of Violence. He's he's got at least like one classic in every decade. Yeah, and he's a worker. Yeah, I'm glad he's back making stuff. Crimes of the Future was supposedly. Very fucked up. Almost got an NC-17. You like to see it. I'm sure it's all fucked up and dope. We'll be watching that when it comes out. Um, What about the fact that Norm MacDonald shot a secret final stand-up special before he passed away, and it will be released on May 30th? Makes me angry that Netflix got it. A week and a half. And I'm not sure why, but I would would love for it to be on Hulu or HBO, but... That's Netflix, fair. good luck. Yeah, that... I mean, can you imagine how much I'm going to cry watching this? I'm crying just thinking about watching it. I can't... Yeah, I like that. <laughs> just the fact that's that he good, did this. That's good for the show. It's such like a him bit to do this. I bet he has a bunch of bits where it's like, if you're watching this, I'm dead. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I'm do you sure think he said that? He might have. Yeah, he might have said, release this after I die. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure this... He was, knew he was going to die, yeah. Yeah, obviously. I'm sure he had... This is part of like a whole plan i bet it's got a bunch of he's the best dude wacky i'm so glad we got to see him that time yes and we were gonna go see him again yes like we had tickets he was supposed to perform like two months before uh he passed Mm. fucked up but yeah we'll uh watch the shit out of this and enjoy it i'm sure what about the fact that there's a documentary coming about the alleged crimes of Army Hammer and his family. Oh. Titled House of Hammer, examining different scandals over the course of five generations of Army, Army Hammer's family. Bring your mic down. I'm realizing <laughs> why your levels are off. A word? Not that way, like tilt it. I guess that'll work too. Yeah, sorry. Um, I think that's super interesting. Mm. I found that case, not even like in a funny way, like obviously it was funny too, but I found it like, I was compelled by that. Like to me, like everyone's obsessing over the Johnny Depp thing. I'm very over that story. And I wish there was more Army Hammer. Cause I think Army Hammer wasn't famous enough for it to be the main story for weeks like Mm. this one is. But I think a documentary is perfect because it'll be like, niche audience wise like people who've watched a lot of his movies like i'm probably the only guy who can tune in and say that i watch mine in its entirety <laughs> i was really hoping a mine reference was incoming 
I can't not. What's that other movie we watched with his that we liked where he's like in New Orleans and he's like drunk all the time? Oh my, and- I thought that was legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That fucking Hulu original like horror movie <laughs> with the <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> what was it called? Like Idle Hands 2 or something? I need to look it up to let the fans know to avoid it. I, I loved was, it. What do you mo- think? <laughs> I think you're fucked up for saying that. No? <laughs> this movie, this is one of those Here, bring the mic down again. That, uh, hold on. Oh shit. Oh. Hold on, we're queuing this up here. What's it called? I'm trying to find it. I just need to remember it. Wounds was the name Wounds. of it. The wound. The wound. Uh, while we're on the subject, Sean had a uh, gaping wound on his body for a year and did nothing about it. And it smelled. Ugh. Gross. Wound fluid. <laughs> the wound. <laughs> do you have any, any other mo- news do you have uh, any more wound stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm out of stuff so i'm just talking about the wound uh baby i, uh, I don't know mindy kaling is back on the scene and sharing a first look at her new hbo max scooby-doo spinoff aimed at adult audiences called velma the theme of today's show is stuff that shouldn't exist <laughs> we have nothing coming down the pipeline but Stuff that just makes you wonder why people even make shows or movies anymore. Who's that for? I think she has a secret audience. I mean, the Mindy Project was on the air for like four seasons. That's not an accident. And then, yes, I watched a lot of it. I like the idea of like a secret underground faction of people coming out of the woodwork. Like we're Mindy Calling fans. We do exist. exist. Yeah, We're out here. But yeah, like, and she did a whole thing, like, hopefully you notice my Velma is South Asian. If people freak out about that, I don't care. And it's just like, is this show just getting made just in the hopes of, like, drumming up enough controversy to get people to, like, hate watch it? And then I just don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know why. Why would anyone care about what? race Velma from Scooby-Doo is. Yeah, and also why just make a new thing about I know like they can't take a risk on anything anymore because when it fails it's, I don't know, it's just fucked up like the stuff that gets made and why it gets made, the whole deal it's it's silly. Mm. We should be Mindy Calling guys. She's uh she's from the Bean Kid. I, I don't hate her like a lot of people do. I don't hate her just because like it's easy to, but I don't care for anything she makes. She was funny frankly. on the American Office. Yeah, she, Kelly was a funny character. I didn't. Whatever. Like people hate her for you know. She's good Ocean's in that movies or whatever the Ocean movie or whatever, but yeah. I don't care. She's good in that capacity as like yeah. a sidecar. She's not good as like the lead of something. No, or at least not like a supporting recurring character on a TV show. Done. Fine. Yeah, her own show with um fucking noel gallagher or whatever that guy's name is chris messina oh yeah that doesn't work the ultimate sidecar he was also on that amy adams show we were talking about earlier right he plays like the sad boyfriend sidecar extraordinaire and speaking of sidecars there's that new movie spiderhead coming to netflix in the middle of june chris hemsworth your boy miles teller in a movie that's based on a book that I read, and I just needed to mention that. You read the whole thing? It was a short story, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's part of a collection in uh, George. Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Went. George, yeah, George Went's short story collection. No, George Saunders. Uh, it's called Escape from Spiderhead. It's in a collection called Tenth uh, of December. Done. Bunch of good short stories. But yeah, it's like this crazy sci-fi thing. They made a movie for Netflix. Did you watch the trailer? No. It looks kind of cool for a Netflix original. It looks watchable at the very least. Netflix originals, I watch them all and then never really feel much, but we'll see. Yeah. Like that's like, we have that conversation every week where like it was a Netflix movie. Meh. Do you want to hear something fucked up? What? I watched that new Netflix original starring Rebel Wilson. You liked it. It made me laugh several times. That's all right. Out loud. <laughs> I don't hate her. It was fucked up. <laughs> it's because it's like very bad, but it had a couple bits where I'm like, this is good. <laughs> like, at least this joke. Mm. But, you know, even Netflix originals. Uh, a broken clock is right twice a day. What do they say, folks? <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Um, a new South Park special, South Park The Streaming Wars, will release on June 1st on Paramount Plus, which I think is like number four of their like 17 incoming fucking. I don't. What was the one that I liked? I feel like there was like five of them, and there was one that I really thought was funny, and the rest I was kind of just disappointed by them. I've liked most of them. The like the Cartman grown up. That one was that, good. I think there was two where they were all grown up. Those were both fun. They just need to ditch the Stan's dad growing weed bit. They've been doing it for 400 years, it seems. It's enough. But I'm sure they'll have a funny take on the streaming wars. Um, I'll watch that. I'm in. Uh, a sequel to A Simple Favor is in the works with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively set to reprise saw roles. That. And Paul Feig set to direct. I remember you liking this movie and me hating it. Is this correct? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was like a less enjoyable, trying to be funny version of Gone Girl that did like nothing for me for whatever reason. That That's accurate, but it's... It's like a popcorn movie. Like I wouldn't recommend it to people, but if someone was like, "What do you think of this?" I'd be like, "It's fine." It had a few That's laughs, right. and like Blake Lively's cute, no doubt. More than cute, am I right? Kid, fucking, I'd fucking kiss her face. Um, Westworld season four just came out with a trailer. Can you even believe that Westworld season four is happening? Uh, no, thank you. I shut it mid season one. I really feel like if they Show just sucks. if they just never brought Westworld back, like no one on Earth would notice. No one would be like, "Wait, wasn't this supposed to be season four? Like it would just <laughs> people would move on. It, it would be fine. I agree. Yeah, it would just cease to exist. But they're just gonna keep uh, roaring along, I guess. That was a show, really good season one, and it just fell off a cliff in season two and three. And what else do we have? Um, a friend of the show, Cod, was uh, dealing with a celebrity earlier today. Mm. Uh, Michelle Carter, who is that girl? Who, She's the real friend of the show. Yeah, who was in prison for 
nudging her boyfriend to commit suicide, and they made a, a Hulu original series about it, starring Elle Fanning and a documentary. I feel like people remember the story. She... Michelle Carter, she was from Plainville, Mass. The show on Hulu is uh, The Girl from Plainville. Hi. I believe it, the documentary on HBO is I Love You, Now Die. And uh, I found the Hulu show to be shallow and pedantic, yeah. but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Ooh. Yeah. I haven't finished it, but I saw two episodes and thought it was really good. Way better than I thought it was going to be, mm. quite frankly. I thought it was so funny that, you know... She's buying a Jeep to yeah. tell another guy to kill himself in it. Yeah, and he said she was with a guy. Where it's just... He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> That's probably his whole day. Like, yes, I know. I know about the whole thing. No, she's I... actually really cool. Like, yeah. that was a misunderstanding. <laughs> it is funny. You forget people like that. Like, oh, yeah, they still just go on existing, like, in the real world on Earth. She's just right, What's she just going to never leave her house ever again? Yeah. She's just bopping around. Martin Screlly just got released from prison too, so he's going to start existing again. He's going to go visit Cod and buy a Jeep. <clears throat> um, Why don't we take a little break? That seems fair. Oh, I got a pish. I have more, but it's probably just because we took a break. It's nothing that can't wait. Folks, we'll be right back. I was going to say something cheeky, and I lost my train of thought. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, team. How we doing? Ryan and I just took a break and watched the new movie Duel from writer-director Riley Stearns, a somewhat successful indie director. This movie is now in theaters and on iTunes for a pretty reasonable rental price. It was five bucks, yeah. Yeah. They're not doing the normal... Like $20, this movie's in theaters type deal. Riley Stearns did uh, The Art of Self-Defense, the Jesse Eisenberg, Alessandro Nivola movie last year that we enjoyed. Mm. And also the movie Faults. I didn't see that one. Starring his ex-wife, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Fun mm. fact that I learned from friend of the show, Danielle. She left him for Ewan McGregor. When they met on the Fargo show, very it's not very nice. Yeah, very rude. Mm. I thought this was pretty good. I think it was a little bit. It was sort of the same kind of formula as Art of Self Defense in some ways. Yeah, he is like a style or a vibe. Right. All his the characters in his movies like talk in this detached, weird way that people don't really do in real life. But it kind of works for me. I'm kind of in on it. Yeah. Like, I like how he... I, like, I didn't know that there was that side of Aaron Paul. We'll put it that way. I think he brought something out of him that I'd not Ooh. seen. You liked him in this? I did, yeah. I thought he was most... In, my favorite part, I think. I Mag thought he was interesting. Magnets, bitch. But yeah, just quick summary-wise. This movie is about a woman opts for a cloning procedure after she receives a terminal diagnosis... But when she recovers, her attempts to have her clone decommissioned fail, leading to a court-mandated duel to the death. 
And this safe. is this movie's dual D U A L, but it's about a dual D U E L to the death. Can we tell them why it's a ploy on words, or is that a spoiler, or what? I mean, I'm sure it's fine. This is. It, I think it's pretty self-evident. I self once you start the movie, at least it's it's the play on words is that it, they are dueling to the death as an option if like. The clone, you, it, how the fuck am I even going to say this? This is how tired I am. Basically, the woman found out that she was sick and she didn't want everybody to feel sad. So she went to a place that cloned her. Um, what is that movie, the other movie that does this? That Colin Farrell yes. one a couple months ago? What was that or called? No, that was, that this is like clones. a fun version of that. Yeah. Like a doppelganger kind of thing where they, you know, she has a replica of herself made and then the replica starts to work its way into her life. And then yeah, that was people are the, liking the replica more than her. That was the funniest part of this is like, yeah, her boyfriend likes the clone version and he's like, yeah, she's different. It's like all these little things. And yeah, her mother prefers the clone. I thought that was a good bit. Mm. The... Yeah, it had like a really dark, weird kind of vibe. I think it was interesting. I maybe want to watch it again, mm. kind of, when it's on, I don't know, Hulu or Netflix or something. Yeah. Karen Gillan plays the main girl. She plays that blue robot babe in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Right. I can't remember her name. Nebula. And she's in the Jumanji movies <laughs> and stuff. She pops up. She was good in this. Hey brother <laughs> hey it's me should have made a movie with there's two me's yeah no one's, <laughs> no one's in the work and the hours the movie no one's got enough of me how about two of me but yeah this had a bunch of good bits where like she's assessing the clone version of herself and being like hmm i don't have love handles and just like like rating herself what well, you know through literally looking at herself through a yeah. clone it was like, good. Yeah, some like clever, fun stuff like that. As you mentioned, Aaron Paul sneaks into this movie halfway through. I cannot see him as anybody but Jesse Pinkman, even like a little bit. Mm. And I kind of can. That's why I was like kind of impressed with him in this, because it did sort of feel outside of that, and I like that. Mm. And I think he can spend a lot of time making turkeys and this one this was a good pick because like he yeah. has jumped on some projects that aren't that memorable otherwise yeah he's not in it too much he like trains her to fight her clone he's like the montage guy mm. he just kind of shows up but yeah this uh i enjoyed this really worked for me mm. i uh was on the wavelength of this movie and it has a very indie ending, kind of just like ends on a dime, which I knew it would. But despite that, I still enjoyed it. Mm. Did you give this a thumbs up? Yes. For the fans? I would say it was good. Mm. Um, what else have we been watching this week? I watched a lot of TV. I watched that Candy show on Hulu with uh, Jessica Biel. Is this about John Candy? It is, and they're trying to figure out uh, how he got the toast through the door, <laughs> and that's the whole movie. Okay, that I'm going to watch. And then he dies at the end. Fuck. No, it's a show with Jessica Biel, and funny enough, uh, it's it has two couple duos. It has, um, 
I can never remember her name for the life of me. The woman from Two and a Half Men who's married to Jason Ritter. Oh, Melanie Linsky. There it is. She's Melanie great. Linsky is like the main, she and Jessica Biel are the main characters. And there's a murder, and it's all these like women. And Porn Stash from Weeds plays Jessica Biel's husband. He Justin Timberlake plays work. a cop. So it's like just they both got their husbands' gigs on this, That's which fun. is kind of funny. And Jason Ritter pl also plays a cop. Oh wow! So it was an interesting. I don't know. It's losing me a little bit. I think there's a couple more left. Is this like a based on a true story thing? Did you say that? To be already? honest, I'm not sure. I, they, they probably told us in the beginning that I wasn't paying attention, but it's like somebody gets in trouble for something. I don't know. Anything I say is a is a bit of a spoiler, I think. But it's on Hulu. Jessica Biel, it's set in the 70s and like this one, there's a some there's an affair. Ooh. I can say that much. That's okay. it though. Otherwise I don't want to go too far. This is kind of a whodunit or whatever. How did it happen kind of thing. That sounds cool. Yeah, I haven't even seen a preview for the show. I saw a poster that gave me like a based on a true story crime kind of vibe. It looks cool. There's parts of it that are kind of slow and there's a a decent amount of like character development that they probably could have cut mm. but overall i'm going to give this two marons two marons say that i'm intrigued by it and i want to see what happens so that's candy on hulu i can dig i'm also watching the staircase which you said you watched the first episode of this is the dramatization of the netflix documentary about the couple where the wife fell down the stairs and died and we're trying to figure out how it happened yes the documentary is also called the staircase and that is on hbo but the, or i'm sorry that is on netflix but this is on hbo correct starring michael stuhlberg colin firth and Tony Collette, as well as Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Patrick. Yes, he is in that. Yeah, a bunch of pros. Yeah. I watched the first episode and liked it way more than I thought I was going to. You'd think is, it would be boring, and it isn't. Yeah, this is like the show right now. Yeah, I'm going to storm yeah. through it. It's going to win all sorts of Emmys. I mean, yeah. you can't put three heavy hitters like that into anything and have it go poorly. And it's a fascinating story. Hey, Joe. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Fascinating story. Speaking it's of like, true did crime. Did he do it? Did he not? Yeah, it, there's a lot happening right now of like old court cases turning into dramatizations, and I like that. In so that's the staircase. We're courtroom guys. on HBO. Definitely check that out. To talk about the exact opposite of that show, I watched the entirety of Mike Myers's new Netflix original, The Pentaveret. I just watched the first one and it gave me a few laughs, but you're saying it was no good after that. Yeah, I mean. It, it's bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a nice way to do this because I like Mike Myers and I wish he would just make a new Austin Powers or Wayne's World. It wouldn't be good. No, you're right. It's but over. I would still want it. He's just Anyways. swimming in that some like Scrooge McDuck money bin of Shrek dough, yeah. not even <laughs> fathoming that either of those franchises existed. Yeah, like it's charming that he's still doing it i was gonna say trying but if you watch the show like he's not trying all the new characters on this show he plays them all none of them are memorable or really funny in any way he's like an alex jones type character that's funny for like a minute but then he just keeps coming back and hitting the same bit and it's just like okay there's like a guy who a canadian guy who's like really nice and it's like okay this is like this has been done, but all right, all right. And a lot of his bits are just like 
cheeky puns were like like I, we were saying earlier, I do the like, like I'm, I'm laughing at the fact that he had the audacity to put such a cheap bit on wax. It's, it's fucked up. Our reservation is that we live in a free country. <laughs> and also, it's almost like torturous watching. There's a bunch of scenes where it's him playing all the characters and the surrounding this big boardroom table type deal, like in Austin Powers, like mm. the Dr. Evil scenes. And it's like, just do that. Like, why are you doing the same thing, but with a bunch of new characters that are very one note and not funny? And yeah, this show's... Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah. It's not... I liked it for a second, but I've never thought about going back. Even if you're like an Austin Powers maniac like myself, you'll get tired of the show after like two eps and just be like, there's got to be something better I can do with my time. So that's the Pentaveret. Also, they have a big recurring joke with a Boston guy voice. Oof, where there's like bad a, Boston voice. Yeah. And Not it's, funny. They just do this. Uh, I don't even want to explain it. It's bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's bad and also not good. Avoid the Pentaveret on Netflix. I'm watching The Wilds on Amazon Prime as well. It just started Ooh. its second season. It's like this... Once again, it's kind of a spoiler if I talk about anything. Basically, it's a group of girls that are like troubled and they go, their parents all make them fly to some like retreat to kind of figure things out, like a camp for troubled girls. But it's like they all fly in a private plane and then the plane crashes and they get stranded on an island. Is it Epstein Island? Uh, if only. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And then now they're stuck on this island and they have to like figure out what to do. But Ooh. there's more to it than that. I just don't, I don't want to go too deep into it. But we ripped through the first season pretty quickly. And the second one, I'm not loving it yet because they yeah. worked in more people and it's like. It sounds kind of Yellow Jackets-ish. I was going to say it's like Yellow Jackets meets Lost meets uh, Cabin in the Woods. Ooh, that's a good triple meets. Mm. We have the meets. The, um, what was I going to say? That'd be funny if Lost ended where, like, they zoom out and they're on Epstein Island. That would have been a more satisfying ending than the one they actually did. Little St. James or Little St. James Key, whatever. Yeah. Uh, God, I wish I got to make it to a few of those parties before we, they shut that place down. We have to go back. <laughs> I'm jonesing. Oh, he wants to get back on the flight logs? <laughs> He's back. He gets it. He's laughing. But uh, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten like in it. there yet. What's that on again? Amazon. It's called The uh, the Wilds. Speaking of shows that are on Amazon, I checked out their new version of Kids in the Hall, mm. the sketch series from the 90s. That nice if, long dick shot. Yeah. they These guys are all in their 60s now. The second sketch of the first episode, they're all naked for the duration of the sketch. And it's... It's one of those bits, like, why did you do this? Like, Dave Foley has one of the worst dicks that's ever been committed to celluloid. Is it, uh, is it short? Or it's horrible. Like, worst dick you've ever seen? It's garbage. I've seen a lot of dicks. <laughs> it's, just thought I'd share. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it was funny. I was laughing, but I was just like, I can't believe you did this to yourself. Male nudity is almost always funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got like a Ken Jeong. It's fucking, it's insane. Of course he does. That sucks. I think I'd lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. But this, I wasn't like crazy about the original show. 
Although I did enjoy it, I just wasn't as aware of it. We mm. were we were younger when that was a thing. But I think we saw them live back in the day, didn't we? Or was that me and Joey? I think it was Joey. Okay. I don't recall being a present for that. Right? I, rem- I remember you being there, but either way. Maybe yeah. I was. But as fans know, I like a sketch show. I wish there was more. This is funny. They've mm. still got the stuff. I only watched the first two episodes. I think there's 10. I'm enjoying it. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah. The... um. And it's not just, they don't just like bring back all the old characters. They have like new sketches and like some topical stuff. Mm. It's good. It's all like right. better than I thought it would be. The new Kids in the Hall, it's on Amazon Prime. And they have the old series, if you want to check that one out. Can we please discuss, I'm chomping at the bit. Let's get into it. For um, our featured review. Yes. It's, um, I really, I didn't want to oversell it. On mm. the group, down. I don't want to oversell it now either. Yes, yes. But this that movie was fucking awesome. It was uh, thirty seconds or less. What the fuck was it called? <laughs> Gerard Carmichael's debut film, his directorial debut. I don't think he wrote on the it. count of three. Yes, it's there called it on the count of three. It's now in theaters and on iTunes. I cannot commit that title to memory for some reason, but it is starring. Friend of the show, Gerard Carmichael, and Christopher Abbott from Girls fame. And um, there's a J.B. Smoove cameo. Yep. Tiffany Haddish. Yep. Which she felt a little out of place, but I do like her. Mm. Other than that, I honestly thought this movie was fucking perfect. Yeah, this... You did kind of oversell it to me. I know. As I was doing it, I was like, oh, fuck, they're not going to like it as much now. But... Despite that, or maybe whatever, I don't let that stuff get to. I, I also love this movie. I thought it was like amazing. It there floored was, me. One, I don't want to spoil much of it, but there was one line when they're in the car and they're fighting with each other because they're like two best friends and they're both going through mental health struggles and like yeah. one of them is getting out of a hospital and I don't want to give away anything else, but there's a line where Gerard Carmichael is yelling at Christopher Abbott and he's like, you fucking white trash emo piece of shit. Yeah. And it's just like, for whatever reason, the way, because his delivery is so good, it just fucking killed me. Yeah, they were a great duo. Awesome duo. They were friends in real life. They must be. It seems like, like it. It's too, too real if they, if they aren't. But yeah, they're like... Yeah, I don't want to give it all away either, but they're like fucked up, depressed dudes, and they go to do like, they go on an adventure. It's kind of like a a depression-themed bucket list of sorts, Yeah, I guess. And uh, it's just like a, I don't know. I mean, Gerard's never made another movie before, so he's got a great eye. I love a good directorial debut. That's exciting. He may do 10 more. Yeah. He's popping off right now. He just had that he's big had, uh, HBO special. He was on Howard last week. Yeah, he's having a moment. Yeah. The um, and yeah, Christopher Abbott, as you mentioned, who played Charlie on Girls, and he's been having a hell of a run in indie movies lately. He was great in this. This uh, I was laughing while watching this, like at how custom tailored for you this movie seemed. <laughs> Like, oh, like a comedy about friendship and suicide with like a Papa Roach needle drop. and Oh, yeah. It had of- everything I need all, <laughs> all in one little package. It was, it was all there. And yeah, the, it does a good job at getting a lot of good bits out of a serious subject matter, mm. suicide. 
and depression and such without being like overly heavy handed and like not there was really as much of of it as there were elements that were slightly like the henry winkler's in this as well i forgot to mention that there's elements of it that are a little gratuitous but like they don't go over the top there's no like even like yeah. Royal Tenenbaums always gross me out with that scene of the, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow and he slits his wrists in the bathtub. And it's just like, as much as I love the movie, I felt like they could have done that differently. And it's like, yeah, I know it's a great shot and a great yeah. scene, but it grosses me out. And this doesn't. To compare, there's a scene in this movie. It's very early, so this isn't a spoiler. One of the characters is trying to kill himself, like hang himself with a belt in the bathroom at work. And he's just like dangling there and then one of his co-workers comes in like whistling and singing a song and they keep cutting back and forth between the two of them and yeah it, it was very funny it's and just, just a home run yeah very well done it looked cool as we often say because we're such auteurs thank you and uh it kept me entertained like most movies bore me yeah i'm an idiot and i was able to really stay engaged with this one throughout and yeah this is one of those movies where it's all it's all about like the tone of it like it doesn't have a the lot tone? in the way of plot it's just like a bunch of a series of scenes of like gritty guys and funny and or awkward or fucked mm. up scenarios like very funny very real i loved it artfully done yeah i, I gave it four and a half out of five on letterboxd I'm I'm selling it hard still. I don't care. Guess Watch what? this fucking movie. You're reminding me I forgot to log it on Letterboxd, but I think it's going to be a four and a half for me as well. Sick. And dope. Um, We watched a lot this week. That's we good. We got some, a lot of wrecks out there, shows they may not have heard of. I have even more stuff but that I'll table because I watch too much. You know We're what? still watching Suits. Reveal. I do too. <laughs> Although I'm not watching Suits. I'm not that fucked up. What season are you on, suits-wise? We're like rounding out three. Wow. Which is a lot of suits. Yeah. They've been on the same case for like 10 episodes. Jesus. And it's like, come on, like get to a new case. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking chore. Seems very lazy on their part of the writers. Yeah, I'm going to watch more of the... Kids in the, the Hall? The suitcase, the staircase, ah. and Kids in the Hall. Digging both of those. Those are probably my shows of the moment. And a bunch of stuff came out today, actually. That Jackass 4.5 on Netflix, which, you know, should have some laughs. Not expecting the world. I'll watch that, yeah. Zach Ass on the cover, getting that work. I feel like he should come on the show. He might break the chair. Oh, that fat guy? Yeah. I don't love the new new Jackasses. No. I like that, that. Well, the other guys are like 53. Yeah. And Johnny Knoxville is like going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it is less fun watching them hurt themselves when. I don't want to watch them. I don't want to watch like childhood icons die on television. Mm. Although if it was in a real funny bit, I'd take a peek. And that movie RRR just came to Netflix. Arr! <laughs> Arr, the movie. <laughs> Got him. It's supposed to be a, a real hot <laughs> foreign action movie. Arr, I'm in Europe. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting lions and tigers. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> That's a green light. We're both dying. <laughs> Big fella. 
And what else is coming out? <laughs> that new Bosch spinoff, Ankle Watch. Oh, all the new that. Bosch spinoff on Freevee, the <laughs> like revamp of IMDb TV that I didn't know existed until two days ago. Freevee, folks. And it is free and it's ad supported, so you know it's good. A new streamer has entered the game. Do you imagine being Freevee. the star of Bosch, like an <laughs> arguably successful show on Amazon that just got boxed out and like, we're, don't worry about it, you're still going to get work? But it's gonna be on Freevee. <laughs> Fucking Freevee? What the hell is that? It's a spinoff called Bosch Legacy. It's like the Born Legacy. We'll get Jeremy Renner in here. This is gonna be sick. And I don't get the guy who played Bosch is on the new Bosch spinoff. It's like why? Why isn't it just still Bosch? Why is it a spinoff if you still have the guy? Whole new audience. This is fucking whole insane. new spin. Whole new, new Freevee. <laughs> It's all happening on Freebie. For free. Ad supported, of course. This is, is. And there was a, a news item that we got on the break I thought I'd mention before we sign off here. Mm. Uh, Pete Davidson killed himself. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He's dead. I fucking took off. I'm leaving SNL. He smothered himself to death with Kim Kardashian's butt. <laughs> An honorable death. If only we could all go out so strongly. But yeah, he is leaving SNL along with Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney, which is like the entire cast. That's that a program. lot of people. Yeah, I don't know what, what happened to cause that. And not that SNL is like, great, I barely watch it. Nobody does. Who cares? But I mean, that's <laughs> like a lot of their talent. Like Kyle Mooney, he's like, I don't know. He's probably the funniest guy they got for, for my money. Are you a fan? He's like the wacky, the Brigsby Bear guy. You're a real crumb bum. I cannot place him. He's in. I, I always like to pretend that I hate SNL way more than I really do. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Hey. But yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to come on the podcast, all of them, next week. Next um, week, we have a big episode coming. Um, we have a special guest coming back. Um, I'm going to tease who it is. Yes, it is. Not say who it is. Ooh. Special, special man. Yes. And um, we're going to see the new Top Gun movie in theaters. Dun, 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 Keep that in mind. Dun, 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 it is at 4 p.m., Scott, on Friday. Yes. I will be leaving work early. Tell the them thing. that you need that $850 leave work to go see Top Gun bonus. <laughs> I'm gonna, Buy us all Sour Patch Kids. And I'm going to triumphantly leave work while we're listening to that new Lady Gaga song that I enjoy so Wearing much. Wearing like a leather jacket with the fray around the neck, even though it's 90 degrees. Green light. It's going to be 100 degrees tomorrow, too. Looking forward to that. I'm going to go for a run and see if I can give myself a heart attack. He's back. But yes, we'll be back with reviews of Top Gun, all sorts of other stuff. Folks, is that enough? I think that's enough. It seems like enough. Let me do your plugs while I get the music here. I mean, folks, why don't you listen to the latest episode of South Shore Boys? Have you ever heard? You seen this? You heard about this? I was at a wedding last weekend, so I couldn't attend the episode, but they did an episode with guests Jay Martin and Dave Caggiano. And it was very funny, and you should listen to it. And we're recording a new episode tomorrow, and that'll be out in a few days. You should listen to all of them, and maybe check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash boys, and also maybe have a goo if you're so inclined. 
right uh, .com. uh if i if you sign up with me this week uh i, I will do your whole session nude is that an exploding offer? Yep. That you're offering exclusively to the turkey exclusively heads here on the program? Exclusively to turkey head listeners. Nude session. Wow. So sign up. Bankfit.com. Wow. Dave Foley's going to be there with his shitty DI. This is going to be big. This Great duo. <laughs> Folks, why don't you go ahead and have a goo? Have a good one, everybody. Listen, I got to go. And just because we didn't do it earlier, why don't you shoot us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at enoughthepodcast. Bye.